There goes one of the sweetest little ladies I ever seen. She ain't to be beat. <laughs> I'm hoping that one of these days we'll be getting hitched. Me and Barlowish, you wish you luck. You treated us real wild. I'll take my dishes out to the kitchen. I'd like another word with Jane. I reckon you would. See, who that just stopped outside? Huh? You can see him through the window. Well, I don't know. He's a... Steve, you look like you've seen a ghost. What made you drop your dishes? I... The hearty cry of Hi-Yo Silver has echoed through the years from the wild and untamed west of yesterday. It has acted as a symbol of courage to the oppressed, a challenge to the lawless. Let us return to the west of old and thrill to another of the Lone Ranger's stories featuring the most picturesque and colorful character ever to ride the plains and prairies. Welcome to The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger lives by a code of conduct. This conduct consists of two major parts, the Lone Ranger Creed and a set of guidelines. One of the Lone Ranger's creeds is that God put the firewood there, but that every man must gather and light it himself. The Lone Ranger is part of the Life Podcast Network. Our goal is to keep adding shows to our network that bring you good, family-friendly content. If you're interested in becoming involved with our podcast network, please go to lifepodcast.net and click on the Contact Us page. We're also working on a monthly live broadcast designed to connect Lone Ranger enthusiasts. Sign up at our Facebook page to keep up to date. And now, let's listen to another great tale of the Lone Ranger. The masked rider of the plains did more than anyone else to bring law and order to the western United States. He fought crime and criminals relentlessly, but he was always willing to give the man who wanted to go straight a second chance. His reputation for fair dealing was only equaled by his reputation for courage. Now let us return to those thrilling days when the West was young. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver! We're heading to Millville! Fellows waiting for us there! I Oliver Bates and Hacksaw Hastings, two old Civil War veterans, wandered the western trails, hoping to make their fortunes. They were hungry and disheartened when they appeared at the Lazy End Ranch House, and the foreman, young Steve Manners, made them welcome. Jane Colfax, whose father owned the ranch, led Bolivar and Hacksaw to the cookhouse. Soon a huge plate of flapjacks was placed on the table. The veterans attacked, and now, with the enemy annihilated... We see them leaning back in their chairs. Steve says, Had enough, fellas? Friend, I'm plumb full of busting. 
And I declare I ain't met up with such elegant cooking and such real manners since me and Hacksaw was riding the Virginia Valley with Dash and Jeb Stewart. <laughs> Thank you, Bolivar. Miss, I ain't got Bolivar's language, but him and me sure got the same sentiments. I'm glad you like the food. And you're welcome to stay on until you find something to do. That's what I was just telling them. Gosh, this is like dying and going to heaven. I'll have to see about the dishes now. And I'd better be getting saddled. I'll be in at noon, though, Jane. Oh, I see. There goes one of the sweetest little ladies I ever seen. She ain't to be beat. <laughs> I'm hoping that one of these days we'll be getting hitched. Me and Bollowish, you wish you luck. You treated us real white. I'll take my dishes out to the kitchen. I'd like another word with Jane. I reckon you would. See, who that just stopped outside? Huh? You can see him through the window. Well, I don't know. He's a... <laughs> Steve, you look like you've seen a ghost. What made you drop your dishes? I was just clumsy, I reckon. It didn't look that way to me. It looked like the sight of that fellow. You'll have to excuse me, friends. I, there's something I have to see to. Hey, wait! You fellas just make yourselves to home. I, I'm right busy now. Well, I'll be damned. Hacksaw, if I ever seen a fellow scared afore, Steve was sure him. I can't figure it out. It seemed like just as soon as I pointed to that fellow that rode up, Steve went all to pieces. To pieces? He flew out of here like he was shot from a scattergun. What do you suppose got into him, Bolivar? I don't know, but I aim to find out. But I don't... Look, see... Steve and that fellow act as though maybe they've met up before. Mean-looking, Jen, ain't he? And now they're coming into the ranch house. Gosh, I wonder if Steve's in some kind of trouble. Come on, Hacksaw. Huh? Get up out of that chair, doggone you. If Steve's in trouble after treating us so white, it's up to us to do something about it, ain't it? But what can we do? I don't know. But first we've got to find out what the trouble is. Come on. But if Steve wanted us along to Damascus, We don't need no invitation. There's an open window over there, ain't they? Close the door behind you. Uh, you mean we should just listen in without saying nothing? Look here, Hacksaw. If you see a fellow drowning, you don't wait for him to send you a note asking you to save him, do you? Well, from the look on Steve's face, I'd say he was in a worse fix than drowning. And I'm going to do something about it. Well, I Keep don't... your voice down. There's the window just ahead. <laughs> you don't act real glad to see me, Steve. Why in blazes did you have to come here, Morgan? I reckon a fellow can start in the cattle business where he's a mind dick, ain't he? You in the cattle business? <laughs> Rustling cattle's more your style. <laughs> So you ain't forgot the old days, eh, Steve? I'll forget them if you let me. Remember the time we stole most a thousand head from the bar box outfit up Montana Way? Blast you. I've gone straight since then. Why can't you let me alone? <laughs> Besides, I was just a wild kid then. I turned outlaw because I thought it was something smart. But I soon learned different. Got a right nice job here, ain't you? What's that to you? And I hear you've been keeping company with the boss's girl. You figuring on getting married? Get to the point. You ain't here just to tell what you've heard. Well, like I say, I'm going to be a real rancher. I just bought the old Kramer place on the other side of town. The Kramer place? There ain't no stock on that range. There ain't, for a fact. And where'd you get the cash to stock it? You've been holding up stages? <laughs> That's where you come in, Steve. Huh? You're going to see to it that I get enough cattle to set me up. I ain't got no cash, no cattle either. But your boss has. You mean you I want mean me... I mean you're going to see that I get a thousand head of old man Colfax's cow. Now, you hold rotten. on. I ain't through talking yet. I'd just see you in blazes first. And even if I was willing, you wouldn't get away with it. You're forgetting the cows that belong to this ranch are all wearing the Lazy End brand. <laughs> I ain't forgetting nothing. 
I got a brand already registered. Yeah? The Box Z. But you can't All get... I have to do when you deliver them cows is to have my boys work them over with a running iron. It won't be no trick at all to change a lazy N into a Box Z. You rotten polecat. Get out of here. You'll do as I say or your fine friends are going to hear all about your being an outlaw. I ain't wanted by the law. There's nobody here would believe anything against me. <laughs> no? But maybe they'd believe this letter if they was to see it. You and you didn't get ready to grab it. This is just a copy. I got the real one where you ain't liable to get your hands on it. That, that's a letter I read when I was in Montana. And it says enough to prove anything I wanted to. I'd like to break your neck. I reckon you would. But you ain't gonna. You're gonna see that I get them cows. I... I won't. Suit yourself. If you don't want to lose your job and your girl both, you'll do like I say. But, but if Sam Colfax come back and found a thousand head missing, I'd lose my job anyhow. <laughs> Is it your fault if rustlers stole them? A, a thousand head? It's that or the letter. I, I've got to have time to think it over. I don't know just what to do. I'll give you a week. But in a ta- week. <laughs> and in the meantime, I think I'll use the time to get acquainted with that girl you've been sparking. I hear she's right pretty. You dirty skunk. <laughs> well, I'll be dog blasted. Did you hear what that fellow's trying to make Steve do? And him a friend of ours. I wish there was some way we could help him. You come along with me. But what are you Come on. To... You and me are making a trip. A uh, trip? We're going to find the masked man. But what for? Oh, Silver, General Sherman. Hacksaw, maybe we can't help Steve any, but the masked fellow and Tonto sure can. I, golly, I never thought of that. And I got a darn good notion where they are. We'll tell them the whole thing. That's a good idea, Bob. And Hacksaw, what that masked fellow will do to that slick outlaw will be a plenty. Come on, General Sherman. Get, 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 get up there. Get up there. Get up soldiers rode as swiftly as their ancient horses would carry them. Bolivar, unfortunately, had no more than a vague idea where the Lone Ranger might be found. And for several days, they found no trace of him. Tonto ain't in this town, Hacksaw. Well, we're just have to go on looking. And the time's getting less all the while. Oh, Steve. But we'll find them fellas yet. Get up, General. Get up. Get up. Get on. Get up. seen anything of a redskin by the name of Tonto around here? Ain't seen no engines at all. Two days left. Hurry, Bolivar. We still got more traveling to do. What town's this, Bolivar? Mildale. I'm just about ready to give up. So am I, Hexaw. But I recollect Tonto saying something about there being outlaws down this way. Well, if we... Hey! Look at that horse in front of the cafe. 
That's the paint horse Tonto got from old Thundercloud. And ain't that Tonto back in the shadows? Howling Tomcats. Hey, Tonto, Tonto. Oh, 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 oh. I ain't been so glad to see anybody since the time old Jeb Stewart pinned all them medals on my chest. Tonto, feel plenty good see you. Tonto, you're a sight for so eyes. What, what you do here? We've been looking for you. Where's your mask, Pard? Him in camp. We gotta see him right away. Tonto, take you there. There ain't no time to waste, Tonto. We gotta move awful fast. Here, paint horse. Guys, I just about give up all hope. What? What matter? Everything's the matter, Tonto. Come on, we'll tell you about it while we're riding. Get him up, get paint him horse. Get him Get him up. Come on, boy. the days passed, Morgan Hanley spent more and more of his time at the Lazy Inn. We see him now in the afternoon before the final day set for Steve's decision, speaking with Jane Colfax. They are on the porch of the ranch house. Miss Jane, I can't see no reason why you and me can't be good friends. I, I prefer to choose my friends myself. Meaning you ain't got no time for me? You can take it any way you want to. It's Steve, eh? I don't see why I have to explain myself. If you'll excuse me, I'm going inside. Just a second. Yes? I got some things to say. And the first is, you and Steve ain't gonna get hitched up. Let me by. Stand where you are. I could tell you plenty about Steve. If you don't act more friendly, I'll get him in so much trouble, he'll never get out. Let me by, Dave. You stubborn little fool. Steve, Steve. Keep your mouth shut. Oh, you, you... What's the problem, Dave? You stay out of this, Steve. Make this fellow leave me be. Morgan... I told you what would happen if you didn't quit pestering Jane here. You'd better mind your talk. Stand away from her. I won't, I tell you. This old teacher. I should tear you apart. I'll get that letter You show that letter and your chances of getting what you want it done for. I'll last you. I got till tomorrow. Now get out of here. I'll go. And I'll wait till tomorrow. But if you don't give me your answer then... Yeah? Then I'll see to it you run right out of this county. Go on, get! And if you think I don't mean it, just try and stall for more time. Steve, what is it? What holds that man got on? I, I can't tell you, honey. Don't you think I can be trusted? Jane, don't ask me about it, please. I won't, Steve, but but I just want you to know this. Whatever it is, whatever you've done, I, I'll still love you. Jane! Hey, wait! <laughs> The curtain falls on the first act of our thrilling Lone Ranger drama. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. Next time on The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. One of them is riding a paint horse. Oh, 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 what in places are you doing here? You'll find out soon enough, mister. Tonto won't find lawman. You're looking for the sheriff? Uh, the sheriff. Hey, what's up? Why would the Redskin come here for the sheriff? The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger, is part of the Life Podcast Network, a group of family-friendly podcasts bringing a positive message of hope and inspiration. Some of the audio for this podcast was provided by the archive.org online database.